0: if you're managing properties for somebody else, it'll take all those calls from those particular owners. And once they get the call, they'll know how to actually transfer that call over to whoever needs to be. So that's just one of the things, tenant renewals is another, leases, et cetera. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host Javier has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another No BS episode right now.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Javier Noho, your host of The Naked Truth About Real Estate Investing. And today I have Bob Lachance. I hope I pronounced that right. Perfect. Not, I'll give you my last name. Try to pronounce my last name. <laughs> but um, he's done quite a few things. He used to play uh, in uh, hockey, uh, professional hockey, in NHL uh, for St. Louis. I don't know what position you played, but uh, I know, uh, and I see you smiling. So you got all your teeth. Uh, that, that's a good thing. Maybe I don't know. that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think the less teeth you have, the, the, the better one, one of
0: them's fake. One of them's fake. So I have okay, to disclose okay. that.
1: All right. Awesome. And uh, you also have a pretty large virtual um, assistant company that help uh, just in various business. We'll talk about that a little bit. You also have a real estate business that you've done about hundred deals this year already in, in different markets. So we'll hit that a little bit. And actually, one of the coolest things that I saw, found on your kind of, uh, you have like a link tree or a, a link tree, I call them a link tree is you have a a um, link and it says uh, like a hundred things that um, a virtual assistant can do. It says a uh, free download, 100 tasks that you can have done for you. So that was really catchy for me. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that oh. is, right? <laughs> and uh, if one of those hundred is how to outsource arguing with my wife, that'll be awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's not that one's not on there. Unfortunately, that one's not. Right, on so, there. so
1: the next book is going to be 101. How about that?
0: There it is. Love it. Love but anyways,
1: it. why don't you introduce yourself and uh, just kind of fill in, fill in all the gaps. I know you have a lot to say, but yeah. Fill it in as yeah. much as you
0: can. Yeah, two second rundown. Um, I started my vir- first virtual assistant company in 2014, but I started investing in, in real estate in 2004 after retired from a eight year professional hockey career. Jumped into real estate. Uh, my first deal was a uh, was a rehab project, and then I jumped into the short sale world. We've done eight nine hundred plus short sale transactions um, from 2004. Yeah, it brought up, we were talking a little bit before this, Pat Precourt, and a lot of your listeners may or may not know him. He was my business partner for 10 years. Really cool dude. I look at him as a a mentor today as well. So him and I were uh, working together for a long time. We helped start uh, two pretty sizable coaching programs, one of them being Fortune Builders, which is a, a very good sizable coaching program. That one was back in 2007 Uh, while we were doing short sales and flipping properties. um, And through that time while we were flipping properties, we realized, hey, you know, when we're working with all these students and our own business, there was a common theme and that was a lack of time so i've been looking for some sort of service out there that how could you actually fill time and actually you know implement what you're doing and get help, affordable help at the same time in 2013 i got introduced to what a virtual assistant was i didn't know prior to that and it was more uh, common in the real estate agent space than it was in the investor space so 2014 i launched my first company which i put my you know my real estate investing hat on and my training background, helping start these coaching programs. And we kind of mirrored them together. And for two years, we tested the proof of concept to make sure that, hey, is this something real estate investors wanted? So come to find out. It was uh, a very, very uh, niche market and it was a needed uh, service that was needed in the industry. So fast forward today, we're at over, I think today we're at over 550 virtual assistants today. Um, and I use my virtual assistants as well in my own business to drive in leads. And and I know we'll get to that. So that's just a quick two second rundown of, of my path.
1: Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about um, the good and, and the bad about um, having a virtual assistant. So Tell me a little bit about what's, what's, let's start with the bad, like w- what's a negative and then what's a positive, and which one and why I know the positive for sure outweighs the, the negative. Cause I have yeah. virtual assistants as well, but just t- tell me a couple of the, of the negative.
0: Yeah. The, the, and sometimes, and this is some of the, the pain points that we filled. You hear a lot of times that people will go out and they'll, you know, they'll interview a hundred, they'll look through a hundred, let's say resumes. And they're sifting through them, sifting through them, sifting through it. And it takes a lot of time to find that one virtual assistant. They'll hire their virtual assistant. All of a sudden, the VA is gone, right? They find a job that's paying more, right? Mm So now they have to go through the same process over and over and over. And that's one of the negatives of working and going to find your own virtual assistant. So our company has fulfilled that where we have a whole recruiting uh, sourcing department, training department, placements and operations. So if you want to add on another virtual assistant or uh, a virtual assistant for some reason gets COVID as an example, then we find them for you. We train them for you, and we pre-screen them and send and give them to you as well. So that's one of the pain points that I felt before I started this company. That's why we actually created the process and system that we have now.
1: Okay, yeah. So that was that was going to be kind of my follow up. Is you know, if somebody decides to do it on their own, right? It's a time, energy, right? I, I think it's an opportunity cost. The time they're taking it to go through all these interviews, all these resumes, and then mm-hmm. if they only last, if they're not, in, if you happen to hire the, the wrong one. You know, you kind of wasted you know the last thirty days. Maybe they were with you yeah. for ninety days, and now you kind of back to square one, right? Yeah. So, what's kind of the biggest challenge, right? When you when you hire a company like yours that does this, you know, professionally and, and yeah. already has all the systems in place, to somebody out there a solopreneur trying to do it all himself?
0: Yeah, you could definitely. I always say this, Javier. You could anyone could do it themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's just like when you sign up for a coaching program, right? You could go out there and do it yourself. You could fail. You could, you know, then all of a sudden you succeed over time. It could take you two, three years, but Hey, great. You could do it yourself, or you could join a coaching program and get a blueprint and implement it. And in six months, you're up and running rather than doing it yourself. And it's going to take you three, four, five years to really get to where you could in six months, same concept. You could go find your own virtual assistant, or you could work with a company like ours that could take away all of that pain that I felt when I first started working with a virtual assistant and be up and running immediately.
1: Okay. Yeah, for sure. I, I like, uh, I like short-term pain better yep. than long-term pain. So, and again, right. I, I truly believe also in coaching and I believe in an easy button. I should get a t-shirt and just put a big old easy button on it. Just because for me, the opportunity costs, right. The time and energy you're taking you to get something done that you can outsource or have somebody do for you. Even if you got to pay a little bit more, it's okay. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, just like coaching, right. You can cut that learning curve, you know, by, you know, and, 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 you know, it's okay. Pay your coach. Right. Or you can go pay the street and the street is not going to, not going to be nice. You're going to pay a lot more. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yep. And and you know, you know, it's funny with that point. It's uh, I always find out in life cheaper is never better. Right. And I always go back to my first house. Bought a house and I bought a Home Depot door. I live in Connecticut, so it gets cold and it gets hot. It gets cold in the winter, gets hot. So obviously, would, you know, with oil, it burns oil in the winter time. So I bought this Home Depot door for the back of my house, um, and I bought a cheap door rather than getting, you know, a thousand dollar door. I bought a hundred dollar door, and all there. I'm like, you know what? To this day, I am never going cheaper. I've always found that you get what you pay for.
1: Yeah, definitely get what you pay for. If you go on the cheap side and you know just. It might end up costing you in the long run, you know? So 100%. did you end up, you say you, you ended up replacing that door?
0: No, I actually sold the house. <laughs> <laughs> I sold the house and bought a new one, but yeah, yeah it was uh, yeah. years. I think we were in that house for like four years. Every time I, in the winter time, the door, I was just, you know, kind of talking to the door a little bit. I should have replaced it, but instead we sold the house.
1: All right. This is awesome. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got a question for you. Yep. I was looking at your, um, all your contact information will be in the show notes. You have your LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, you got a podcast. And I was looking at your link tree, and uh, there's some things in there, right? Like download your 100, uh, download a free book, schedule a strategy session. You got a Friday podcast. It's live. Is it live?
0: It is live. Uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called the Friday Coffee Break.
1: That's awesome. Cool. Um, you got some cool calling packages. Do you know? Do it for you. Text messaging got a couple of different, you know, a lot of stuff on there, but I'm really curious about the hundred plus tasks that can be done for you. So give me a couple of the most common that most people just don't outsource.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so the way I look at it is when you look at tasks in your business, you know, you have income producing tasks and non-income producing tasks, right? We could all, we all know what those are, right? So I, some of the things that I see, especially newer investors, they say, all right, you know what? I should be the one picking up the phone, especially on the first contact. And I tried that and it will burn you out very, very quickly. So, what we use, and this is so I use in everything I say here, Javier, it's what I do in my own business. You know, I know you and I met last weekend and I'm very transparent when it comes to, you know, how I use my virtual system, my own business, because I can't. I have a very difficult time talking on podcasts if I don't use my service, right? I know a lot of people, they're, they don't care if they don't use their service. But for me personally, I want to make sure what I'm actually talking about works, right? So what I see, one of them is cold calling. Another one is, is social media posting. You know, a lot of us go to different events. We learn a lot of stuff, uh, different things about what virtual assistants can do. But one of them that I, f- I find very effective is consistency. So let's talk first about branding, you know, when we look at, my wife has a, uh, a medical division within Riva Global, which is our virtual assistants. And what she does very well, is she does daily posts, but she doesn't do it. Her virtual assistant does it. They post every single day to make sure, because think about this, when a, a potential client uh, hears about you, what's the first thing they do?
1: Oh, they can search you up, social media, see if they can find Search you. you, up. you. Yep, they
0: yeah. They want to make sure. And if you have daily posts, then they know, huh, this, this, this company is legit. This company has credibility. It's all credibility factor. So one of them is, you know, daily posting, social media posts, and to make sure that you're relevant. Because I know, Hey, I've, I've gone through a lot of, I've seen a lot of different, um, webinars where, you know, they say, listen, you have to do this every day. You have to do this every day. And then you, you watch that webinar. And the next week on a Monday, you post, you're all fired up. Tuesday, you post. Wednesday, maybe your buddy's going to call. And you want to play golf. I don't know. Yeah. Or you have something to do. And then you you know, post on Wednesday. You come yeah. back and post on Thursday. So before you know it, it becomes a trend where it's okay not to do it. And then now you have a week lapse. And then you have two week lapse. So one of them is obviously marketing and branding for, for your company. Another one is consistently calling. Because for our real estate businesses, we need leads. If we don't have leads, none of us have a business. I don't care who it is you know, if you're not doing, you know, think about this, you got cold calling, text messaging, direct mail, PPC, all that kind of stuff. Right. But if that's not consistently done, then we are going to struggle as real estate
1: investors. Sure. So go ahead. And so then tell me what your virtual assistants do for your real estate business. Right. So we have, you know, we got quite a few listeners and um, some have some pretty large flipping businesses. Some are getting started. Some are somewhere in between. And, uh, but I know most of them don't have virtual assistants. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, so what, what,
0: yeah, what we do in our office is we do um, a couple different things. So we have our virtual assistants that are cold calling for us up front. So what we do is we pull a list. We use companies like uh, RealFlow or PropStream, Aria um, Automator, pull those lists, get them skip traced, upload them into our dialer. And our virtual assistants are calling all day long to gauge seller motivation. It's the only thing we want is for someone to raise their hand to say, yes, I'm, I'm willing to entertain an offer. That lead then goes right to our acquisition team. Our acquisition team then at that point is going to turn that into money. If it doesn't turn into money right away, then it goes up in the follow-up. And I'll get to a great way and how we use virtual assistants on the follow-up as well. Next is on the text message side. Same thing. We pull a list. Let's say it's from PropStream, RealFlow, REI Automator, get them skip trace, upload it into whatever platform you're going to use, whether it's launch control, et cetera. And we have virtual assistants that are text messaging and picking up the phone, text messaging, responding and picking up the phone. Once someone says, yes, I'll entertain an offer. Boom. It goes, now it goes to our acquisition team here in Connecticut. So same kind of concept, right? Where this cold calling text messaging, we also have, uh, we do direct mail as well. So once a direct right. mail is sent out, call comes in, our VA's pre-screen sent to our acquisition team. So that's what we do on the front end. Once it goes to our acquisition team, Um, then within our database, we have, I don't know how many thousands of thousands of leads we have. We also have virtual assistants, two of them that are calling up to follow up on leads that did not turn into money right away. And the goal for that is then to set an appointment for our acquisition team. So that's, that's a little bit how we use our virtual assistants on that side of it, which I, I feel that everybody should do because we know in real estate, it's a numbers game.
1: For sure. Okay. So say I say, I um, I got a full-time job. Right, and yep. I'm flipping a couple of houses a year, right, and I, and I wanna scale and I wanna, you know, you know, possibly start working less in my full time job or, or leave my job. Yep. What would be the first couple of key virtual assistant hires that you guys would recommend?
0: Yep. The key thing would be, and, and it depends what, how you're set up, because no business is gonna be successful unless they have some sort of lead generator. So, because if you look at it, you got marketing, right, you got acquisition. You need, you need to make offers as well. And then obviously you have the closing process because there's a lot of different exit strategies that we won't get into right now. But it would, be, it would be on that lead generation side. That's where I personally would start first. If you're working full-time or part-time, you need those leads coming through the door.
1: Yeah, for sure. I actually have a friend that he's got a uh, virtual assistant. All he, she does for him is uh, um, he doesn't do any direct-to-seller. But he, he calls it direct to wholesaler. That's what he calls it. Yep. And uh, he all he does is post on Facebook. while well, he does and his virtual assistant uses his account. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I got money, I want to cash. And then they send, and then she actually goes through yep. all the all the properties. She does the comps, and she'll be like, hey, this is a good deal, right? And then, and then awesome. he's, you know, he flips. You know, I don't know, 12, 15 houses a year, and he still has a full time job. But it's not it's not a bad side business for him that he does. And that, that's that's pretty, great. Pretty easy, you yep. know. Yep. He, call, he calls it direct to wholesaler. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Love yeah. it. I, yeah, you know, I love it. Because,
0: you. Yeah, especially on the rehab side, that's a great yep. point. Especially on the rehab yep. side, your virtual assistant could connect with all the wholesalers out there. Say, yep. hey, what do you have? What do you have? And then once they send it to him, they run the comps, they yep. run numbers, and they could also, you know, through a formula, you can make the virtual assistant can make offers for him. No, and for then, sure. Man, love it. Yeah, that.
1: He's, he, yeah, he's got a pretty high paying job. Pretty, you know, uh, and uh, he loves it that way, right? He's got a couple, I yep. think, a couple of assistants that he that he uses. Um. So, you know, yeah, for sure. I always believe in a virtual assistant. I have virtual assistants. My, my executive assistant, she actually doesn't live in the States. She lives outside of the United States. She actually mm-hmm. lives in Mexico. And uh, she doesn't have to be next to me all the time. But she pretty much does 90% of what I need uh, an assistant to do for me, you know, um, unless besides running errands or et cetera. But um, besides that, she pretty much does, uh, you know, everything for me. So it is very important to have it guys.
0: Yeah, and we, you know, we have um, clients that are property managers. We have clients that are wholesalers, that are rehabbers, that are real estate agents. Like I said, they're transaction coordinators and in the medical field. So anything that we do in our business on the property, let's call it property management side, you know, you were walking a, a big apartment building, right? Big apartment complex where you are right now, um, which is phenomenal. So we have clients that actually have big buildings because think about this, if you're a property manager and you're a, a solo person who owns that building, you don't want people calling your cell phone all the time. So what yep. you do is you put a virtual assistant in there that takes all of those tenant calls, or if you're managing properties for somebody else, it'll take all those calls from those from those particular owners. And what they do is once they get the call, they'll know how to actually transfer that call over to whoever needs to be. So that's just one of the things, tenant renewals is another, leases, et cetera.
1: Yeah, for sure. There's, and not just in real estate, but you can just do it in general, right? You can just oh. do it with just pretty much any business, any uh, anything business. you do. You can have, uh, what did somebody tell me one time, anything that you that you do twice, you know, have somebody that <laughs> do it for you. Absolutely. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, especially if it's not, you know, it's not income, income producing. So, uh, um, so yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. So if somebody calls and does a free strategy session, um, tell me what, what, what that looks like. What is yep. that it like
0: Absolutely. So they call in and we ask a little bit about your business, you know, what specific niche of business that you're, you're in. If you're in, you know, if you're wholesaling, if you're rehabbing, what are the tasks that you want done? right is it help with the closing process is it help with driving leads is it help with making offers is it help with running comps analyzing deals so we run through a little bit of your business and what that looks like and see exactly what the pain points are for you and then what we do is we we sift through all of our virtual assistants after they go through training we put them through predictive index testing And then once it gets to our placements team, it's almost like match.com. So we'll put you on um, an interview with three of our virtual assistants. We'll give you the predictive index, layout, disk profiling. We do both of those. And then what you'll do is you'll interview three of them, pick the best one. And then we also manage that relationship. We have client service managers that manage the relationship with you and your virtual assistants. So you have another layer of management, which helps out. And it's been very successful for us as a company.
1: Yeah, that's awesome that's a pretty uh, pretty smooth uh, process yep. that, that you guys have so pretty smooth very pain very painless
0: yep yep so we've done and, and you know it's it wasn't like that at the beginning it's been trial and error and it gets better every single year every single day we always we have a lot of pride on on customer service because in any business I mean as you know that right customer service is extremely yep. important in making sure that that you take care of our or your clients um, and our clients every single day
1: Hey, Bob uh, you know this the name of this podcast is the naked truth so here comes a question right so what, Let's do it. what yeah what has been the, the biggest mistake that you made and how do you think you could have avoided it
0: yeah um, whew, well I got I, I got I got a lot of them I've been in this business for a long time <laughs> so I would have to say one of them was a uh, a knockdown rebuild in Greenwich Connecticut which is probably about two hours from my house um, this is back in 2005, actually. I got, I got kind of caught up in the shiny object syndrome where someone presented a deal. that was a can't lose deal. And this is uh, Pat Precourt and I. We lost $150,000 in one day. Knocked down, Yep, Got our contract. We actually tried to get our money back from the seller. We hired a local Greenwich attorney at $450 an hour. So before you know it, that was another 10 grand. So we had to walk in our money. So. That was the, what I learned from that is, um, just be careful with shiny objects because most of the time they don't work out and there's never a can't miss deal. Like don't, don't get sold into someone saying that you got to put money up today. You got to put money up today or you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. There's way better opportunities than that one potential. That's, I will promise you, it's most likely not a deal anyway.
1: Yeah. So you so it was one of those things where you say, Hey, you got to do it today. Right away. I fast, and then, uh. <laughs> it didn't, didn't work out man didn't work out but that's like okay. hey you know what i, I would never yeah. undo that because yeah. it taught me so much going forward oh for sure right it's like i would say you don't lose you learn and uh mm-hmm. it's very important now right so if that ever comes up again you'll be like okay well let's let's think about this right you know yep. Yeah. and,
0: and, and, and nice guess that. what i could i could yeah. teach my kids that too right i mean yeah, you could sure. teach other other investor friends or whatever tell them your story and hey you can learn from it
1: Cool. All right, Bob. So I got, I'm, I'm to the part of the show, which is my favorite part. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. I see so it. This is the naked truth <laughs> roulette. I want to ask you three <laughs> random questions. Got nothing to do with real estate, nothing to do with business. Perfect. Just three random questions and uh, you are on the clock. So let's spin it here. Let's roll. <laughs> First question for Bob on the naked truth roulette. And they're all PG 13. And nothing all right. PG-13, all right? <laughs> so let's go here. Let's see what the first question is for you. Okay, if you could pick another time to live in, when would it be? You know, the past or, or, or the future?
0: Pick another time. It would probably be in the past. It would not be in the future because with all the social media stuff, I think it's going to be harder to live in the future than in the past. I would probably have to say, I don't know, that's a great question. Uh, early 1900s. Because I would have to say that's a lot of a lot of what uh, America was built on. You know, I was, read a lot of books in the past, and I would say there's a lot of opportunities. What I would do back then is I would own a bunch of land, and in and, and just reading all those books, I would yep. get in with politicians, and I would actually buy tracts of land near water. That's what I would do.
1: Tracks of land near water. Okay. Yep. Just make sure it's after nineteen uh, sixteen because you couldn't drink around that time. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so somewhere around there. That's right. Uh, somewhere around there. Okay. Second question for you, Bob. Let's see what we got. All right. What is uh, your favorite quote?
0: Favorite quote would have to be. I'll, I'll actually look at it right here. Uh, this is the most important qualification for becoming a champion: is an intense, burning desire. That would have to be.
1: I've, yep. actually never, I've never heard that one.
0: It was actually a cassette tape that my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and I was playing at Boston University. I was struggling a little bit, and her, she was a uh, University of Florida gymnast, and she was coaching for those tapes. So she, it was more of a mindset back in the day, it was mindset uh, cassette tapes. So that's, yeah. a, that's a quote that's always stuck with me.
1: Awesome, awesome. Good, good quote from your – wife that used to be your girlfriend, man, that's a, you got a couple yep. of points there, so make sure she listens to this last part. <laughs> that's right. As long as you don't get the who would you take on a date question, don't show her <laughs> that's, that's, this that's part right. of the podcast. <laughs> that's right. You're not going to get that one. You missed it already, <laughs> but, uh, let's see here. Um, all right. Perfect. Who's uh, your favorite band, song, artist? Last question. Favorite band,
0: I would have to say Luke Combs, um, who's a country country singer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Luke Holmes, country, history, for sure. Really from Connecticut country? Interesting. Yeah, I I love country. I love country. Interesting, interesting. Awesome. Well, thanks for being a good sport. You survived the (laughs) Naked Truth Roulette, so I appreciate it. I would have some nice, cool music right now, but I'm not in my office, so no, no applause, but I'll give you an applause. Love it, love it. (laughs) All right, so so how, how can people get a hold of you?
0: Absolutely. You can check me out on Facebook. Our website is um, Reva Global, R E V A Global.com. My email is bob at Reva Global.com. You can find me, like you said, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me anywhere, uh, our website. But uh, yeah, connect with me anytime.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and place all the, on the show notes, all your links. Go to that link where it has all these other links, where it's Linktree, and go ahead and download that book, 100 plus. Uh, things that can be done for you. And remember, it's not that people think it's thousands and thousands of dollars a month for a virtual assistant. Is not. It's actually more affordable than you think. It's really affordable. Yeah. And the time and energy that it saves you, it'll make you more money. So, um, Bob, anything else before before we... No, oh, I
0: I would have to say, you know, now's the time right now in in the real estate investing world is, is it, we're in a huge opportunity. We got a fantastic opportunity. Interest rates are lower, um lack of inventory out there. So the more we as real estate investors go out and get the business, I mean it, it, the values are so high the profits are so high. I mean, you know this, we just yeah. came with an event and, and, um, there's more people in this business that yeah. are making more revenue this year than they've ever made. So yeah. you got to hit it hard. You got to, you know, you got to hit it when it's hot.
1: Awesome. Bob, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate your time. I'm Javier Noho. Don't lose your shirt. Just as promised, I like to give out free stuff, some tools and tips that's actually helped me in my business. There's nothing out there like getting some free stuff that people have spent a lot of time, energy. Inputting put it together. It's like a referral. Somebody asked me for an electrician. You don't know what kind of brain damage I had to go through to give you this good referral for an electrician. You got to appreciate referrals from people, okay? Because they went through a lot to find that one good person. So I'm going to give you my due diligence template for buying apartment buildings. It's attached to monday.com. It is an affiliate link, so they're going to send me a kickback. Not a lot, but a little bit. But you can either download it as an Excel, or you can put it on monday.com. Monday.com is pretty cool because it's a project management platform software. It's super cool. I use it all the time for my social media, for my team, tracking deals, doing tasks for everybody. It's uh, it's actually pretty good. You can track construction. It's a project management platform. It's a really cool Monday, like the day, monday.com. So my due diligence checklist is there for free for you. This has been the Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw.
0: If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.